Welcome to Sports Trebuchet. This is issue number 22. I'm Marty. I'm Kyle. I'm Josh. Follow us on social media at Sports Trebuchet on Twitter, on Instagram. Email us, sportstrebuchetpod at gmail.com. Also, if you want to take a moment, you can check out our podcast buddies over at Juicing the Numbers. You'll hear more from them later. I'll throw a little advertisement to our pals. Um, let's know, get started. They know more than us. They, they It's debatable. Um, but yeah, they do. So <laughs> what I wanted to do was a quick reintroduction um, of us, right? So we started this thing uh, now 22 episodes ago. And we didn't know what we were necessarily doing, but we did our introductions then. And I'd like to kind of have, we have some new listeners, I know, and as we grow, maybe do these every little bit, little bit often. Um, it'd be really obnoxious if every issue we just, we just decided to do a full biography. Just do it. <laughs> this, is, this podcast is about us, us. Um, so my name is Marty. I am from Texas. I really like college football. I like football theory at large. And I'm getting back into the Premier League. And I like data. That's probably a good good little filler. Y'all want to put some notes on y'all's names? Kyle? I, I just want to know, you like the idea of football then? Football no, no, no. Theory. Football theory. No, <laughs> strategy probably would have been the better word there. But football theory is a pretty cool fucking way to say it. So I'm going to go ahead and say that that sounds cool. That's and uh, That's what he's putting on his LinkedIn. Football theory football enthusiast. Theory. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He got his bachelor's in football theory. Jokes on you, I deleted my LinkedIn a long time ago. Um, become a bachelor's in football theory, yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. All right. I'm Kyle. Um, originally from New York. I love basketball, mostly college, football, gotten into uh, Premier League soccer, uh, also, uh, baseball, I mean, kind of all of it. Hates football theory. Hate football theory. I, I, I like tangible, I like tangible football. I don't want to discuss it's, uh... Do we need to explain what the scientific meaning of theory is? No. Are you Bobby? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm also back from my, uh, from my... Yeah, we'll touch on that. We'll touch on that. Okay. <laughs> Me? Yeah. <laughs> no, who else? <laughs> Good afternoon. I'm Josh. Uh, I'm from England. I support Brighton. I'm a big soccer fan. I'm a big football fan. I'm a big conspiracy theory fan. And I'm a big Alexa Bliss fan. Here's Alexa Bliss. <laughs> wow. Oddly specific. I also realized none of us mentioned necessarily that we liked wrestling, which this podcast will have sprinkled throughout it. Sometimes that was supposed that'll be... to be the segue. Yeah, yeah, that's actually a really good segue, so I'm glad you brought that up. Um, we're going to jump... Uh, for anyone that's new, we do um, a corner. So today's Josh's corner. There's not any particular set topic. The person whose job it is to bring a topic for their corner does not let everyone else know intentionally. If you want to check out the back issues, we have a geography quiz that uh, Kyle did very poorly on. We <laughs> did a nice. we did uh, different contests, predictions. Talked a little bit of music. Um, Josh talked about his love of Hoobastank, so that's always a whole... It's thundering outside. That was wild. We're going to maybe die in this storm that's happening, so let's hold on. Um, but, yeah, let's kick it off there. Josh, let's do your corner. Let's. So, last time it was my corner, I believe it was the last time, we did a geography quiz. Everybody loved it. And the lad on Twitter, what was his name, Jay? 
Uh, Jay Cranfill, yeah. Yeah, Jay. I thought it was. I've, I've had to mute him because <laughs> the, the sheer amount of messages I've got in my DMs begging for another quiz from him is just outrageous. Um, I think he actually created about three more bots to message me asking me for another quiz. <laughs> so I thought... So it's well, nothing if not thorough. So <laughs> at least one of them was a Russian bot. So why not give the fans what they want and go for another quiz? It's a much shorter one. Yeah, it's not an hour long quiz. <laughs> uh, to commemorate the end of the Premier League season, I figured we would take a look back over this year at Premier League football given that you both watched more of it than you probably ever have, Marty, specifically. Definitely true. Um, Very true. Kyle, I know that you've been following Watford for a while and you have been obviously more into it, but Marty especially, I know this isn't unfair on him this year. So, I thought, let's do it. I have six questions. I don't have a tiebreaker, so we're a bit fucked if you draw. Uh, uh, let's uh, just say I'm going to win. Is it? Wait, hold on. So you're going to ask probably. the question and we have to answer it first? No, I want you to write them down, or just note them down on your phone, whatever you need to do, and then okay. we'll go back through them, and we'll get you to give your answers. Okay, cool. Alright, so, question one. No Googling, no okay. cheating. No Google. Kyle. Not Googling. Alright, question one. Four teams spent time at the top of the Premier League table. Manchester City, Liverpool, and Chelsea were three of those teams. Who was the fourth? Ooh, this is going to be harder than I thought. I'm going to go ahead and say... Do I need to find that thinking music for you? Again? No, I got it. I got it. I'm, I got my answer. <laughs> Nastar isn't here. I don't need it. You're going to need it from me. <laughs> Imagine just making up team names. And for while we're waiting on Kyle, we will have... Uh, he's kind of a part-time guest named Nasta that you'll meet through this catalog. We've also got another part-time guest named Jeff for the College Football Special Episodes... Uh, come along on this ride with us. All right, next question. All right, perfect. So, second question. Who scored a hat-trick and assisted another goal in a 5-1 win over Cardiff in February of this year? Who scored a hat-trick and assisted another in a 5-1 win over Cardiff in February? Nice to uh, put a little plug in here. Fuck Cardiff. Ha 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 ha. You got relegated. <laughs> wow. Have fun in the championship. You sheep shagging bricks. No rush, Kyle. This is yeah, this, this is, is not a this is not a visual medium. <laughs> we can't see you think. <laughs> Falling apart. I can smell it though. <laughs> Shit myself. <laughs> All right, are you ready? Sure. All right, cool. Question three. Who were the only team in the entire division not to have a man sent off all season? There was one team in the Premier League that did not receive one red card this year. Who was that team? Definitely wasn't Watford. Bonus points, it definitely weren't Brighton either. (laughs) Yeah, I remember that. You have 18 to pick from. <laughs> Definitely wasn't Burnley. <laughs> We're halfway through the questions, so... Feeling pretty confident. We have three more to go. 
the glory of this, barring the player one, there is also an element of like just guessing, and you could easily get it through a guess, right? So, oh, all these are guesses. Just I think, oh, yeah, Ryan. Well, some of, some of these might not be though. Um, so, question four: Huddersfield only won three games all season. They were relegated faster than any other team in Premier League history. They did, however, manage to do the double over one team. Who was that team that they managed to beat twice? Shame on you, that team, for getting beat by Huddersfield twice. <laughs> and I don't care who you are, you shouldn't be getting beat by them twice. No. That's, just, that's an absolute shocker. Alright, I think I got my guess. I think that one's right. I don't think we'll have the same answers at all. For any Probably answers. not. <laughs> Probably not going to score anything either. Shane Long, Southampton striker. Broke Ledley King's long-standing record of the quickest Premier League goal this season. Who did Shane Long score against? We'll definitely have one point. <laughs> All right, cool. I'm trying to put a couple of low-hanging fruits in here. Final question. Final question. Eleven hat tricks were scored in 2018-19. Who was the only player to score more than one hat trick this year? Okay, I've got my answers. Perfect. Okay. Alright, cool. So, Kyle, mm-hmm. we'll start with you. Four teams spent time at the top of the Premier League table Manchester City, Liverpool, and Chelsea. Who was the fourth man? Tottenham. Tottenham. Was it Arsenal? It was not Arsenal. Manchester United spent time at the top of the league. Did they really? They did. They had the first match a week before anyone else played. (laughs) (laughs) Question two. Bad start. Who scored a hat-trick and assisted another in a 5-1 win over Cardiff in February? Marty. Pogba. Salah. Kyle, this was a low-hanger for you. Gerard Delefeu scored a hat-trick and assisted another. But did Watford lose because Kyle doesn't watch that? <laughs> <laughs> no, that was, it was one. I, I think it was a midweek game, too. I think it probably was. All right, we are basically as if this never happened because no one scored anything. Who were the only team in the entire division not to have a man sent off all season? Kyle. Bournemouth. Liverpool. Maurizio Sarri and his Chelsea team never received a single regular really? all season. Yep. For those of you who aren't aware, Sarri has moved to Juventus. Yes, he does. So, good luck for him, and uh, Italy will make a lot of money on cigarette purchases. <laughs> Question four. Is a food? We, yes. Is he going to choose the cigarettes? Yes. Yeah. Huddersfield only won three games all season, including beating one team twice. Who was that team? My. Newcastle. Kyle? Southampton. Fuck me, man. <laughs> Neither of us? It was Wolverhampton Wanderers. Was it really? They did the double over. It looks like it's going to all bow down to the final question because we know you're going to get this. Yeah. Shane Long, breaking Lily King's long-standing record. Fuck. Who did he score that 7.69 second goal against? Watford. Watford. Correct. So I guess this is your tiebreaker, and I, I don't know what happens now if you both get this wrong. We wrestle. Um, 
11 hat-tricks scored in 2018-19. Who was the only player to score more than one treble? Kyle. Bobby Yang. Oh, Obama Yang is who I guess too. Fuck! No, neither of you got is it right. Is it Salah? It was Sergio Aguero. Mm. So we each tied with one out of six. <laughs> Correct. We're really good at this. Let me see if I can find a tiebreaker super quickly because it's loading. Let it be geography based. <laughs> <laughs> and just hand Kyle the title now. <laughs> I'll give you. I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll give you. A 50-50 question. You both have to pick one or the other. If you can come to an agreement, great. If not, we'll play rock, paper, scissors to decide who gets the pick. Yeah, visual medium. Yes. Who became the first manager to avoid defeat in his first 12 Premier League games, better in the mark of Frank Clark at Nottingham Forest in 94-95? This is one that we're going to have to guess separately? I'm going to give you two names. Okay. You need to pick one each. Was it Juventus's Maurizio Sarri or Manchester City's Pep Guardiola? Uh, the Chelsea guy. A good Pep. My, well done. Maurizio Sarri went 12 matches unbeaten as a Only because I answered rank. first. <laughs> and in my head, everyone like any mini mini mini. They were beaten three one by Tottenham in November, and that was their first defeat. Really? Yeah. It feels like fucking ages ago, man. <sighs> Thank you for playing. Would have suck it, Kyle. Finally won something on this stupid <laughs> show. Finally, finally <laughs> won a quiz. Jesus Christ! <laughs> it's fine. Jay, I hope that makes you happy, mate. I know you've been desperate <laughs> for this. Uh, please leave my DMs alone, and no, I'm not interested in your nudes. <laughs> is, that, is, that, is, that, uh, is that the end of Josh's corner? That is the end of my corner. Okay, so uh, he is actually the only person to ask a Twitter question. So if you'd like, we can segue this into our next segment, which is going to be very exciting. Is it Josh, why you not call me? No, I <laughs> Do you have Josh's number? Gloria. Uh, Jay asked, why is Les Miles an actor now? Are you all aware that he's an actor? <laughs> I don't know who he is. So he is a former... College. Oh no, he's back. He's back. He's he's, he's coaching college football. Yeah, he really is. Um, the Mad Hatter. The Mad Hatter, indeed. He's famous for going to other people's stadiums and eating their grass to get a feel for the stadium, which you know makes sense. Yeah, why would he do that? I don't he's know. An idiot. Is he at least incredibly elite? At one point, he was. Well, he was considered elite. <sighs> yeah. So he's he's known for being. Probably a better... He always had great recruiting classes. What would he great do synthetic turf? Digest it poorly? I don't know. <laughs> um, so I think I can pull up audio here. And I know that this isn't a visual medium, but if anybody wants to follow along, the trailer is for the movie The Last Whistle. Let me see if I can get audio to work here. Okay, here. Well, what do you say? Big time That's less football heard about that kid heard it was your fault the weakest link can break us tragedy this week is local football player dies suddenly on the practice field I'm gonna stop it there um so I don't um 
I think this movie's about the coach who killed his player by overworking him. What a cliffhanger. Does he survive? Um, no, he dies. The no. player dies. And it's probably based on a true story. But I think the coach finds God and they win one for the dead kid. And Just one? He's trying to find a way to make it right with these kids, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, and let me ask you, as if, if uh, you had a good friend that passed away, and we may have all been in this situation before, and it's not, not great. Do you think that like winning a football game and your coach finding God would resolve that or any hatred towards that person? Because no. <laughs> no, I don't think it would. After it being directly a result of that overworking... Guy. And you know what? What's weird is they might do promotion here and actually have uh, Les Miles overwork one of his Kansas recruits to death and then just kind of tie it right in. Uh, yeah, that's... Um, so the answer is why is he an actor now? I don't know. Uh, because he realizes that his his tenure at Kansas is going to be maybe two years before he gets his ass fired. Uh, oh, all right, so uh, who's, who has... who? What's more? More wins by Kansas this year under less miles, or more awards won by this movie? It's a push at zero. (laughs) (laughs) Neither column is filled. It's no, it's gonna be less miles will win a couple games there. They're gonna go they'll win like three games this year. And next year they'll win four or five. I just want them to beat Texas. That's all. Uh, so let's go to the next segment. So thank you, Jay, uh, for writing in a question and for inspiring Josh for his quiz. Anybody that's listening, uh, those social media links at the beginning and that email, feel free to submit any ideas you have, anything you want us to talk about. We are fair game. This one, uh, we are not fortunate enough to say was a suggestion by a listener. This is something we came up with on our own. And this is us listing... Our top five favorite vegetables. Let's give some context to this. Let's do context. Kyle, do you want to give it? Yeah, we got in a stupid fight over on a on WhatsApp about what the best okay. vegetable is. So we have a chat going with the three of us, which is pointless to talk about on the podcast, if only because you're not going to be able to see it. Not going to be able to see it, but there's one other it, person in, in it is uh, Kyle um, from Texas, who's our producer. And Kyle started by saying simply that green beans were the greatest vegetable of all time. And then Josh chimed in, saying that broccoli was the greatest. Maybe maybe I got the order switched there. Yeah, I think, yeah, it doesn't matter. Those two were said first. And then I said that Brussels sprouts no. were a big player in our house. Let me add real context here. Uh-huh. Kyle kicked the door down and screamed <laughs> bar- Brussels sprouts... Uh, in a conversation of the greatest vegetables, so we decided we were going to settle this once for all and make fun of each other's choices. So how do y'all want to do this? Do we want to do everybody gives their five, and then we proceed to the next person? I think it's probably going to be the best bet. What do you think? Instead of doing like five, 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 four, 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 so you can do that. Okay. Yeah, who wants to go first? Because there's almost definitely um, tie. Like there's going to be people that re- there's going to be vegetables that are yeah said once more than once. I'll start, if you'd like. Go for it. Okay, cool. So, uh, number five was Terry Shiva. <laughs> oh, come on. I don't <laughs> No. 
Remember that uh, girl I was showing you that was on the feeding tube for 13 years and we were talking yeah. about it? Yeah, that's Terry Shadow. Oh, I remember that conversation now. So uh, she's actually not. She's my number six. She almost made it in. Honorable mention. Honorable she's mention. <laughs> she's a relegation candidate. Uh, she's, uh, so number five for me is Sweet Potato. No okay. problems here. Okay. Nice. No, we can leave you. Number four is take it. bell pepper. Okay. Okay. All colors. Oh, very inclusionary of you. Very inclusive, yeah, certainly. <laughs> Number three is avocado. I am kind of not a huge fan of avocado. No, me, I ate avocado. I don't like it. You brought guacamole to WrestleMania. Yeah, I don't like it, though. Oh, never mind. You brought that Icelandic pie. Yeah, I did. the most European shit in the world. <laughs> yeah, don't group me with Brit. So what is it about avocado that bothers you? Is it the texture? I, I understand people who don't like it because of texture. I just don't... Because it's also not like I'm just eating it, slicing it out, and eating it with nothing on it. Because I'm either either putting like lime juice, garlic, salt, mixing it with something. Guacamole, obviously, is an option there, too. I think that might be part of it. It has no flavor to it, yeah. so it's... So it's just so not a very... Is it like the Mexican cauliflower? Is what you're suggesting, maybe? <laughs> cauliflower smells and tastes like farts. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, Guessing cauliflower isn't on cars. Nah. <laughs> uh, all right, so safe to say avocado's not on any of y'all's lists. No. Okay, cool. Did not. Uh, number two is corn, and part of that's the versatility of corn. Mm-hmm. Uh, grits being one of them. Tortillas. Uh, grits has corn in it. Grits like is made from corn. corn. Grits is made from it's corn. cornmeal, isn't it? It's, just... it's basically ground corn. Okay. The reason I ask, I've never had grits and I won't have it. It looks like a slop. So the, the problem with grits is that you have to trick it up for it to be, not unlike an avocado, I guess. So there's a theme here. Um, oh, I had grits so, for the first time with my wife. Yeah. And Did it have like bacon and cheese or anything in it? Because if you do bacon and cheese in it, it's had it crunch had, it. Um, but if it's runny, it's... Flying biscuit and it's like, they, they cream it up. They, they, yeah. It's dense. Yeah, it's and it still was. I wasn't like, this is the greatest thing ever. I was like, okay. Yeah, it's better than oatmeal. Zion, argument. It's not the best, but it's better than oatmeal. Sure. But in my opinion, sure. My humble opinion. Uh, number one, tomato. Nice. Is it a fruit or a vegetable? We're not getting into that argument. It is a vegetable. Both. I thought it was a fruit because it had seeds on the inside. Then a pepper would be a fruit too. They are. You're a fruit. <laughs> I was gonna make the vine <laughs> argument, but then I thought of grapes. Uh, I think it's a vegetable. It's my number one. Can it not just be both? I, I'll agree with it being Okay, cool. Both. So when we do our top five fruits next episode, we'll make it's sure it doesn't have tomato being on it's, it's, it's a vegetable. It's a what? A vegetable. Do you want to try it the other way? Vroot? <laughs> Vajoot. Uh, there's my list. All right. I thought we were going to get more banter out of that, honestly. I thought, well, y'all should on avocado. Kyle, you go. Okay. You know, Josh. Josh, no, go. hold on. Josh, you know what? Ugh. Both of y'all go at the same time and talk over each other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just yell at each other. Who do you want to go? I don't care. Okay, I'll go. Uh, five. Broccoli. Sound. No okay. arguments from me. Big fan of broccoli, especially roasting it. Throwing a bunch of shit on top of it. Awesome. Four. Jalapeno pepper. Anything that I can throw a jalapeno on, I'm happy with it. That doesn't shock me, knowing Kyle's dietary requirements. That's true. Of as much garbage as he can find. 
So, <laughs> so you're saying the jalapeno peppers are garbage? No, I'm saying they help it go down. No, there's nothing it's, about yeah, it that helps anything. It's the pepsin or whatever's in it. It really helps wash down the Doritos and <laughs> it helps it it helps it come out. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah with a blast. Yeah, I feel like now in hindsight, now that we're halfway through this competition, we should have given sports attributes to every vegetable <laughs> that we were listing. Um, so go ahead and Football do three. Just scouting reports. Yeah. Uh, three was corn. Okay, I'm a big fan of corn. In fact, I was given a can of creamed corn for Christmas one creamed year. Creamed corn is where I will, I will, I will draw. It was half because I was a dick one year, and my family kept on asking me what I wanted for Christmas. Were you still and playing I, baseball? Yeah, yeah. Was it a can of corn? Pun no, I just they. I was being a dick, and I just oh, I want a can of cream corn, so I ended up with a can of cream corn. That Serves you right. Yeah, what well, you asked for. Yeah, and it stayed in our pantry for a while. But <laughs> some say it's still there to this day. It might be. I have no idea. Probably still good. It's up there, in, up there in New York. Fucking slop is what it is. Okay. <laughs> Two tomato. Okay, I'm a huge fan of tomatoes. Oh, shit, especially like cherry tomatoes. I'll pop those things like like candy. Like, like what? Candy. Okay. Yeah. Number one, fair, you can eat them like grapes. Yeah. Cherry tomatoes. Yeah. Some Easy. people call them grape tomatoes, in fact. Yeah. Do they really? Yeah. I think the they're both in shape, but. Pardon? Cherry are more circular. A little bit bigger, actually. Yeah, but I feel tomatoes. like. But those baby tomatoes that we're all talking about. Those are grape tomatoes. Are almost never circular. They're usually oval, like a and grape. Those are called grape tomatoes. Cherry tomatoes are a little bit bigger and. And rounder? Rounder. I don't think it's right. I think that's right. I don't know. Pull out a cherry tomato out of we're gonna, bag right now. We're going to... Out of my bag? Yes. <laughs> well, I have one in my bag. Do you like popping my fucking snacks? I don't... Well, I don't have any with me right now. Tell the audience what you had for a snack for basically your lunch today. What was your lunch today? <laughs> what was your lunch today, Kyle? <laughs> that's what I'm saying we need some meal. <laughs> <laughs> my lunch today was a rip-apart pizza thing from the convenience store downstairs. And a... Uh, and a bag of chocolate-covered Rice Krispie Treat bites. <laughs> Don't forget the frozen solid marinara sauce. Yeah. Uh, then, he, yeah. then he had to microwave. And it should be noted, um, Kyle's not fat. He just eats, <laughs> not at all. He just eats like shit. I, not like shit. No, at I work, you eat like shit. Okay, yeah. You eat better at home. Yeah, my wife takes care of me at home. Um, and number one, which I think is probably the most versatile... Um, More than tomato or corn. Yes. This is the most versatile. Onion. The onion's the five-tool player for you. Yep. I thought he was going to say something cop-out like lettuce. No, no, no. Onion. Yeah. Romaine. Onion. <laughs> put it on burgers. Saute it. You, you, Keep going. It up, it's put really it versatile. In. That's only three <laughs> things you got. <laughs> no, I'm not. Goes white, white or red? Uh, depends on what I'm eating. Let's give an example. I'm doing like chocolate uh, rice krispie cakes. Wrap <laughs> <laughs> that in a red one. <laughs> Gotta get the bite for the red. Um, Do you soak them? No. To eliminate some of that like bite. No, no. Um, but you know, if I'm doing like Italian, it's a uh, it's gonna be a white onion for uh, actually for burgers. I don't mind the red onion on there. Raw. Yeah. 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 That's usually what I'll I'll usually soak it. If I'm going to use it raw, because mm-hmm. I'll put it in like a slaw or something like that. Sure. And I'm tossing it in like lime, or I'm soaking in lime juice for 10 minutes and eliminate some of that like. Yeah. I, I like it. I like that. So. Yeah. Onion. Cool. Well, that's that's a pretty good list, Kyle. And it confirms how disgusting you are, Josh. <laughs> that's fair. Whew. Onion. I 
No wonder your breath is delicious. <laughs> of the five, only one of them match up for all of yours. So like, we have a very wide taste of vegetables. But you have European vegetables in yours. I don't know. Do you it's like kumquats? Kumquats is exactly <laughs> what I was going to say. I've never even heard of a kumquat. That's sounds like a porn. You thing. talk about your sister all the time. <laughs> sounds like a porn of category. All right, so. I'll start, I don't have like, I'm not really numbered on one to five, because I just ain't. Okay. Would you like me to try? No. Alright, sound. So I'll start with broccoli on there, because A, we've already said that I'm a big fan of broccoli, and B, it's already been said in this uh, episode, so... I'm not going to have any arguments for you on that one. Broccoli is a maze. It's just a quality vegetable. So, next up... I'm just thinking of all these new listeners, and they're just like, well, let's get going, let's get going. And they're just Smart. like, fucking ranking vegetables. These cunts. These absolute cunts. My next one is the parsnip. Oh, parsnip is <gasps> way up okay. Proper roasted parsnip in, like, a good... Like, parsnip's a great vegetable if you use them right. Sounds like a British carrot. Parsnip, it... it, it essentially... Looks I, like I, British I've had parsnip. <laughs> I like them, yeah. No, but it does look like a British carrot. Parsnips <laughs> are good shit. I didn't even, they didn't even get on my radar. Yeah. I just don't use them very often. Me either. It's like Neither okra. I. I love okra, but I just don't eat okra all the time. I don't use them a huge amount, but when I was thinking about it, like, which ones are my faves? Can't beat a good roast parsnip. I need a commitment from, from you that, like, 10 days out of the next 30, you eat parsnip. I can do that. Okay. Food prep parsnip chips and just bring them into work for lunch. <laughs> just non-stop. <laughs> All right, another one. This is, I can't believe no one's mentioned this because they're not exactly versatile, but they're just such a solid mid-table vegetable that I'm happy with pretty much anywhere. The pea. Oh, I'm kind of not that in on peas. So, no, so no. just regular peas? Because, like, snow peas, I could get there. Snap peas, I could get there. Snap peas? Edamames, if you count them, I could I don't like them. Is it because they're hairy? It's just because they sound stupid. Oh, I can. Oh, okay. That's why I don't like you. But just peas. Like, peas are good. I like peas. They're nice. They go with pretty much everything if you want to put it on a plate. Do you know it's impossible to put in anything other than a spoon? Do you know the difference between uh, a chickpea <laughs> and an edamame? Uh, no, I don't eat either. I've never had an edamame on my face. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> I hate everybody. That's all for today. I'm going to edit that out. <laughs> I hope someone saw that joke better than we did. Um, <sighs> all right. My final two, leek. I'm not sure I know what a leek is. It's I've leek. heard it. It's kind I of couldn't. An it's a bit like an onion. Yeah. It's like a green, green onion. onion. Oh, okay, yeah. A leek is not a green onion though. It's close to it. In fact, if I need, it to looks like it looks like a out, green onion if it like had sex onion. with a bamboo, right? It looks like it's yeah. a little bit thicker. Okay, cool. Then I know what a leek is. I'm sorry. Yeah, but leeks are good. But what about Chris leek? It also in yeah, it does the the leek family contains the quarterback. Onions, garlic, scallion, chives, and Chinese onions. Scallion, that's what I call you out in the ocean. I'm not sure what a Chinese onion is. It's racist. Uh, it's... This is just Being a guess. Chinese is racist. I'm pretty now. sure... I'm probably... Yeah. call something a Chinese onion. I'm, if I had to guess, it's probably an onion from China. That's, you reckon? I don't know. You never really do know with the Chinese, is what Kyle always says. <laughs> <laughs> In between scalping. <laughs> 
every time he goes off about them taking over the world. <laughs> and his number one is a Korean onion, actually. It's, it's a sleeper pick. The Hong Kong onion. Yeah, the ti- <laughs> Just, it's got a bit of ties at that point. <laughs> My number one, it ain't really number one, it's just the one that I've left till last, is spinach. Spinach is okay. a, solid, a solid vegetable. Again, spinach is great. It can do a lot of different things. It can it enhances most things if you put it in there and I, do it right. I try to stay away from leaves. That's why I didn't. What put about spinach riot leaves? You, you know what? I don't because he's actually not no longer uh, dependent on painkillers <laughs> like he was when he. Um, what about leaf Cassidy? Spinach is good, so if you had to give just a one, you don't have to rank any of them. One out of all those. Broccoli. Broccoli is my king vegetable. That's wild. Do you like the stems, or is it simply the prunes? Oh, I love both. I'm not too bothered. Boiled? Or, like, roasted? Not really bothered. Raw? I'll eat them raw. Not raw, though. Really? No. Can't just bite into a tree. savage? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Ross, no, you raw broccoli is just fine. It so it's cooked. Be, I can't just eat it on its own, though. Can you eat it on its own cooked, but no other seasonings or cheeses? Or oh, cheeses. <laughs> Multiple <laughs> cheeses. So it depends on how much. Three cheese broccoli. <laughs> three I don't know. Seasonings or cheeses. I think I'll probably just like it heated. If you I'm like steamed eat. broccoli. Steamed broccoli is top, to be fair. But no, I'm thinking, right? It's the like, weakest way to... If you're gonna have it raw, like I don't mind eating it raw. I'd rather eat it raw than steamed. But just not on its own. You can dip it in uh, Moore's Buffalo Ranch or whatever the fuck Kyle uses. That would be awful. I would dip raw broccoli in anything all day. Ketchup? But I'm not. Yeah, probably. I've never tried it. That's it. I'm going out now. That's the platter at SummerSlam. Is broccoli and ketchup? It's a redneck trying to eat healthy. Oh, God. <laughs> it's tomatoes. It's two vegetables. <laughs> or vegetable and fruit, if you have it. I asked my wife last night what her favorite vegetable was, and she looked at me and said, I'm, you're stupid. I like ketchup. Oddly enough, Sarah... Well, she we're, using, we're using names, I guess. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> she said Terry Schneidbaum. <laughs> wow, it's really weird. Uh, my wife was not going to play this game with me. <laughs> yeah, she didn't have time for this shit. That's why we'll have her on her as a we'll have her on as a guest. So she can no sell us the entire time. Yeah, she's gonna sit on the conspiracy episode next time. Oh yeah. Alrighty. So great job ranking vegetables, guys. Again, email us, tweet us if you want us to rank something. It doesn't have to be sports. We like sports. If you want us to rank that. And if you want to check something out, actually, we did a, a whole tournament of team nicknames a few episodes ago that is uh, top shit. It's actually issues 16 and 17, I believe. Um, Alrighty. The last thing we've got is just basic quick hits, right? And we've got a couple dramatic readings we wanted to do. So, Josh is not a follower, really, of, of basketball, or he refers to it as squeakball, or That's hockey. Funny. And in the last week and a half, We've had a first-time NHL Stanley Cup champion and a first-time NBA champion. When the St. Louis Blues of the National Hockey League won their championship, one of the best players of all time, arguably... The Golden Brett. The Golden Brett, Brett Hull, decided to hijack 
the parade slash presentation that they did. I think he was asked to come up there. but He was asked to come up there, but he didn't look like he was being pointed towards the microphone. He just kind of went to it. And because he's Brett Hall... Or don't look this up. Are you looking it up? Is this, no. what, this is what you're reading. Okay, cool. No, I'm not. I promise. I'm not so doing anything. So he just kind of goes... my vegetables. He, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> delete. Delete. Uh, we printed out the transcript of his... Speech. speech. And it's a speech that ended up getting cut off, so it's going to have kind of a sudden ending at the end. I'm going to get CM punked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Your mic cut off. So in this... Um, I've tried to punctuate it the best I could for you for time. Okay. Just imagine that you are on uh, a lad's day on an away game, and you're just absolutely fucking hammered. At 12 uh, in the afternoon. Your buddy, you're at 12 in the afternoon <laughs> in, in uh, Midwest America. But imagine in this case, it's Ipswich, and... You have a beer in your hand. You have a beer in your hand. Yep. You're wearing a shirt that says Ric Flair Drip on it. I don't understand what the word drip means. That's one of the kid things I do not know yet. I'm still trying it's to figure just out. Like, I finally ran. I, I know yeet, drip. I'm not totally getting it. I think it's just like swag. Just like so. If you would like, yeah. please do a dramatic reading of. Can Kyle. we do? Uh, can we do a section for Kyle uh, explaining youth slang? That's actually not a bad idea. For me, yeah, just yeah, we'll five minutes it. every episode of his three words this week. We want Kyle to explain. You know, him. actually, so Kyle used to be a singer songwriter. I think he should do maybe like just a chorus of explaining a Samoan, oh my God. a new hip word, and sing. That would to be us. awful. Uh, please tweet at us if you want that because that's the only way it's going to happen, and we need at least a few. Uh, Jay, please, um, and Kyle from Texas, please. You're all we have. So I'm just going to read this. Just read it uh, into the microphone. Uh, if you want to stop down and ask a question, feel free. Uh, Can I just read the whole thing and then ask questions? If you'd like. But you might need to notate your questions because it is a ride. The whole thing. There's not much on here. I haven't actually looked at the word content yet. Let's just go ahead. You know what? Actually, oh, there's a really important part. Hold on. It was the music that was going on in the background when he was actually reading this. It was this? Yep. Yep. Alright, so let's go ahead and have you uh, read. Alright, Sam, ready? Yeah, hold on, let me make sure this audio is not... Oh, it's the instrumental, so we're good. I thought it was going to be words. Alright, go okay. ahead. No one in the history could have imagined how this day would ever end. And guess what? It's not gonna end. Hey, you can say let's go blues all you want, but you know what? We went. We went blues. We don't have to go anymore because we already did it. These guys won the Stanley Cup for this city. There is nothing more they have to do. So instead of saying let's go blues, we're gonna say we went blues. We went blues. We went blues. I am looking out at all the blue and gold and I love you so much. This only gonna be one of many Stanley Cups that we win here because we bleed blue. I love you. I love you so much. I've seen you at so many places. Ah, we've had a good time, but these guys, they spent two months and they won it for us and they are the champions. Glory. Gloria. Gloria, Gloria, I think I got your number, Gloria. You make sure you tell all these guys that deserve this, they are the champions. They are from Petro to Teresenko to O'Reilly to Bartuzo to every single guy, they are the champions. Well, well done. Uh, very well done. I didn't even consider that Teresenko might throw him for a loop because those, those hockey names are something. 
Uh, so that was about a four minute speech. Yeah. So this, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah this, that was that was over the course of. There was a lot of breaks where he said, you know, like they we went blues, and then he kind of walks away and like fist pumps, and then that's when he's starting the chant. Uh, do you have any questions? I enjoyed the transition from glory to Gloria. Not sure. Do you know what the Gloria reference is? It's a song. Kyle? Yes, it's a song. It's an 80s song. It's terrible. And for some reason, apparently, this is the story behind it. Uh, The blues players were at a bar up in Philadelphia during a a road trip during the the, uh, winter. Yep. And they were at a bar watching a, a Philadelphia Eagles game. And during the TV timeouts, the bar was constantly playing this song, Gloria. <laughs> and so they, they, and everybody would be getting up and would get up and dance and sing to it. And they decided, you know, we should adopt this as our team song. So after every game, when they win, they play Gloria. And so that was adopted. Well, and the other thing that you need to know about this is that in January, they were the worst team in the league. Okay. And they adopted the song, and they went on a fucking tear, made the playoffs, and won the won the Stanley Cup. I'm so sad, because I thought he just spotted a bird called Gloria in the crowd. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. when you As you read it, I was like, oh, he's definitely going to think that he's just yeah, talking I've never to some chick on a mic, as there's thousands of fans. I was fans, like, what's like, a guy? Uh, <laughs> my other one is, uh, what's his name, this lad? Brett Hall. Brett Hall. Brett Hall. If anybody knows him, or can tweet at him, please tweet at him. Uh, we have another conspiracy episode coming up in the future, and I would love to get his perspective on days never ending. Well, it can't want an effect son uh, when there's a fake son. Well, this is where I'd like to have that conversation with him. Yeah. So, Brett, uh, what do you think about the the wheels off nature of let's not chant, let's go blues, but we, we went, went blues. We went blues. They don't have to go anywhere anymore. <laughs> they already went. Does, my question mainly is, does he think in all this time of his professional playing career and anything else after that, that when anybody was chanting, let's go anything, or let's go defense, that they were encouraging the defense to go somewhere. To get to a destination. To get to a destination. Like, it certainly sounds like it. Um... <laughs> Hockey's a violent sport, and head injuries are not to be laughed at. But we have laughed. That said, we have he was drunk as shit. He was drunk as hell. And when he was a player, he wasn't that wheels off because he won one with Dallas. Leo. He helped kick in the goal. Laugh. Look. Excellent. Um, thank you, Josh, for that. I'm extremely excited. I want to show you the actual video of that after this. Yeah, absolutely. I encourage everyone to take a look, listen to it. If you want to play them over each other, you might need to slow this down like two times for this for the timing to meet up. Um. Hi, my name is Joshua Tracy. And I am Corwin Heller. And we are the hosts of a statistics and sports podcast called Juicing the Numbers. We cover the NFL, college football, MLB, and the NHL with anything that we like to talk about in between. If you like sports and the numbers behind it, Come check out our show, Juicing the Numbers, on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you find podcasts. Hit us up on Twitter at Juicing P-O-D. So we talked about the St. Louis uh, Blues. Congratulations on your championship. I hate the St. Louis Blues so much. 
But that's because the stars and them used to go at it all the time. And the stars got eliminated by this playoff run. So the other champion uh, recently was the Toronto Raptors. The Toronto Drakes. The Toronto Drakes. So Is that what they are originally called? No, Definitely. but Drake the uh, no. R&B slash... I know who Drake is. No, they were the Toronto Big Bangs, and then eventually they were dinosaurs. That would be incredible if true. Drake, is it actually true? No. 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 They've been the Raptors. Never they, missing a chick there. That would have been incredible. They came in in 1995 around the... Basically around the Jurassic Park boom. Yeah. Took over the Toronto Raptors. The reason I called them Toronto Drakes is because Drake is their biggest fan. He's also is a huge... like He's got like an investment kind of deal with, oh, okay. uh, with advertising. Um, so he sits courtside, and he basically runs up and down the court. That's Sheffield Crest that we talked about, uh, Sheffield Wednesday. Mm. That owl is his brand, that brand all over that stadium, I think. Gotcha. Um, and a lot of the team gear that they'll sell and shit like in, in, the, in the arena. Makes so sense. giving Nick Nurse a back rub during a timeout. Yeah, their coach is giving a back rub. All right. So the Toronto Raptors won, and they had a parade, and there was over a million people estimated that took to downtown Toronto to celebrate. Yeah, was it like thirty five percent of the city? It's it was insane. I know yeah. someone who worked in Toronto that day. Really? And they said that they 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 got sent home from their office before it started because a the office was empty, and b they couldn't they didn't want them to drive home. In it's a special time for Toronto. I don't I don't know when the Maple Leafs won last, but it's probably been a while. It's been a long time. Yeah. And then the the last championship they've had was uh Blue was the Blue Jays in the early nineties. So this story is called The Crowd Reeked of Pot and Farts. And um, this is uh, an entertaining, possibly disgusting story uh, that someone I follow uh, at True North Graphs pulled from Facebook. Uh, he also suggested it may not be real, but we're going to be the decider of that. So I'm going to go ahead and read this guy's review of the parade. Raptors Parade Review. So I've been seeing a ton of posts and news about the parade, but I have a totally different experience to share. First off, it was incredible, and I loved every minute of it, except for the shooting, of course. But the crowd was so jammed at times. It was a shooting? Yeah, four people got shot. Of course there was, right? Yeah. Hop, hop. Magnitude was there. Twice. <laughs> <coughs> I couldn't even take my phone out of my pocket because we were pinned shoulder to shoulder like sardines. I was right on Nathan Phillips Glad Square. Glad the sardines. Not other things. Ooh. That's a tough topic, but I'm going to read through. I was right on <laughs> I was right on Nathan Phillips Square, and the crowd was the tightest I have ever been in. Well, early in the morning, I felt my stomach roll, and I knew a shit was brewing. I started to panic because I couldn't move and most certainly would never get to this... <laughs> I would never get this close to the stage again if I left. The crowd reeked of pot and farts. So much weed was being smoked, it was insane. But the farts were unreal. I think the pressure of us all jammed in was squeezing the farts out of us all. It was terrible, but back to me, I reached a point my ass was quivering, and I just shit my pants. The smell was brutal. Everyone was yelling, who shit their pants? (laughs) I never said a word, but the lady right behind me must have known it was me. She was jammed right up against my ass. Anyways, the smell never left the whole day, and people were gagging and looking around. Fast forward a few hours, and I felt the rumbling again and shit my pants a second time. This one smelled even worse and was running down my leg. We had a slight breeze that would blow the stink over to the right. I could see people covering their faces. 
I could not move. Absolutely stuck where I stood. It felt beyond gross and terrible having two shits in my underwear. Ugh, so gross. Finally, an hour or two later, the Raptors hit the stage, and while we're all cheering, I had to piss. Can you believe this? So I said, fuck it, and pissed in my pants. My shoes were soaked. It was disgusting. I was wearing green camo pants, and they were absolutely soaked front and back. This woman noticed the puddle by her... (laughs) This woman noticed the puddle by her feet and started screaming at me in Chinese. (laughs) She was... I should have had you read this. Uh, She was standing in my pee. Something about that pee activated the shit stink, and it was brutal again. One guy to my left was dry heaving and calling me a fucking pig. (laughs) I felt... I felt disgusting, but what could I do? I was trapped in a sea of fans, so I just made the most of it. (laughs) Made the most of it? I was worried... Yeah, feel free to stop me if you have any questions. I was worried once it was all over how the fuck I would get home as I had walked there and everyone would see my shitty and pissy pants. (laughs) Not to mention my black shirt was soaked in sweat in the sun for the day. Once the presentations were all over and the crowd started to spread out, I noticed piss puddles everywhere. The presentation was awesome and I don't regret anything, but damn, that was embarrassing. Don't regret anything? No, no regrets (laughs) from this guy. Once I could move, I just started fast walking all the way home. Or as fast as you can, I guess. leave a trail of shit behind (laughs) Every stoplight, I'm sure people knew I had shit my pants, but I walked as fast as I could in the heat and eventually got home and showered and threw everything in the laundry. It was an amazing day if it wasn't for me shitting my pants twice and pissing all over myself. Why'd you throw it in the laundry? Why aren't you throwing it away? Or directly in the washing machine. Something. question. Yeah, yeah. He didn't go double or nothing, did he? What does that have to do with all, all the wrestling? <laughs> you ever see that post on Twitter about that lad who shit his pants at all at double or nothing too? No, no, that's what he, that's what he did. He, that's what I'm saying. This, he did the first shit before the. I think he pooped twice before the stage even had the Raptors up there to do their awards. Oh my god! There's no way that that's true. You don't think so? I think it. I think it, a million people and. Yeah, you're there early enough to hit the stage and there is no room. My question know. is, as soon as you feel you're in the same situation, Syracuse wins a national championship. Or Jags won the Super Bowl. You get there at 7 a.m. You're like third in line. Or third behind the stage. You're right there. You get to experience it all. And they're set to come on stage at 1 p.m. And you get a stomach rumble, like the one we all know, that gurgle. Do you just bail then? Because I absolutely bail then. Yeah. Or you yeah. or you doomsday prep for it and wear a fucking diaper or something. I don't know. I mean that's what that's what happens in like New Year's and stuff, right? Yeah, like the people that are on there for on the square are sitting there and just pissing themselves. Yeah, they wear like they wear um, But the difference being it's diapers. it's like twenty degrees. And in Toronto, if it's 80, and you're in 80-degree weather, you're going to smell everything. Yeah, and it's going to get worse, I think. Like, over time. You mean this being a trend? No, I think the smell. (laughs) Oh, this being a trend? Yes, everyone's going to read that, and they're going to rush to stadiums with shit brimming out of their pants. (laughs) No, I think it's going to, I think, like, it would get worse. So we're we're making a pretty good time on this podcast do y'all want to talk about the last time you pooped yourself? No. 
We can. I've never shit my pants. You've never shit your pants. No. So you got nothing. Until I was like a baby. Oh, you shit yourself? When I was a child. You haven't done it since. Well, how old were you? Because I'm gonna do it. I'll tell you. I'll tell my story. Okay. How about that? Okay. It's embarrassing. I was in high school, and I had to go to a bus stop that was about three quarters of a mile away from my house because I wanted to. We had moved into a different high school zoning, so I had to go to the the other stop. I think I was a, I was a sophomore because my buddy could drive. I was the first one, always there early. We get to the bus stop, and I realize like, hey, there's kind of like the grumble, the like, like in your stomach, like things aren't going to go well. And I was like, okay, well, it's a quick trip to school. It's not going to take long. Just got to wait for that bus. Got to wait for this bus. And about ten minutes later, I get another grumble. Quick. Do you do you want to share your story, Kyle? No. Okay. If I tell you mine, will you tell me? No. Yours? He okay. doesn't have a story. He just said he doesn't have. The a look story. on Kyle's face is a shitty look, which indicates to me that he has a shit. That's story. just because you got shit on the mind, mate. That is true. You just gave us a two-minute diatribe on shit, and now you're telling us about your shit. Okay, so yeah, it's probably just. Should I stop, or do you want to? No, please this do continue. You've I'm started now. You may as well follow through. So, after the second grumble comes, I, uh, I start walking back home. Like, I realize where this is headed. Y'all are texting one another. I'm, I'm listening bullsh- to you. You can see it, too. No, I can't. I don't have my fucking Teams open or my WhatsApp open. Come on. Okay. Start walking back home. And I get about two blocks closer to my house, right? And another, How far is it? Another grumble. I may be half a mile at this point. Half a mile from my away house. From, home? from okay. my house. And the third grumble comes, and uh, it's go time, right? Like I know this is a rush, so I start jogging to my house, and I'm wearing a backpack, right? Because we're in school. The backpack's like hit me in the fucking back of the head, and I'm just like fuck that, and I just whip it around to the front. I'm holding it in front of me so I can get more speed as I'm running home. And it's not feeling any better. It's still coming. And I turn down my street. And I'm like the 10th, 12th house down the street. So I can see my dad's car. My dad's other car. Because he was already gone. And I'm sprinting at this point. I've got the sweats, which is goes shouldn't go, uh, shouldn't go unnoticed. And I run... And I get to the garage door. And they have the, we have a keypad, right? So I dial in. I think it's one, two, three, four or something like that. And the door starts opening. I toss my backpack under the crack. I, like, army roll under this door. And I'm sprinting. And you go straight through the door into the house. And then there's the door for the toilet. And you go straight in and to the left. I got all the way to the bathroom. And at which point that I had feet on the ground and I was pulling down my pants, just all hell, all hell unleashed. <laughs> but I hadn't completed pulling down my pants. Oh no, was it like a hand over a hose? So it was like a thumb over, <laughs> so it was like a thumb over a hose and uh, the back end of my trousers, as you might say. Just covers. Just fucking covers the toilet on my way down. 
So I. So you're sat in your own shit. I have nothing. I, I'm still pooping. Like I have nothing I can do except try to contain what's left in this toilet. And. <laughs> and I finish up. I'm just. I feel like a fucking a filth man. Like I just feel like a I'm filth. I'm surprised. I get done. I wipe, which was useless. I just ended up taking a shower. I spend 15 minutes trying to wipe everything off that I can because I'm still going to be late for fucking school. The bus is going to miss me anyways. So I text my buddy Benton, who comes and picks me up, and he saves the day. He gets home by my house after I'd gone and changed everything. And I think the funniest story is not what happened to me there because that sucked, but it was the fact that when I came home from school and my dad goes, hey, uh, Marty, real quick, come here. Oh, uh, no. And I, uh, I hadn't had a chance to explain to him what happened by then. Or I had not had that chance. So I slowly walk in. He's in the bathroom, so I know exactly what this is going to be about. And he kind of gestures, like, not wildly, but very intently at the... Uh, the brown, brown shading on the side of the bathtub <laughs> and like the, that, I, that I wasn't able to get to or couldn't finish, you know, cleaning thoroughly. And so I just said, uh, probably should sit down for this. No pun intended. And I basically began the beginning of the story and explained it to him. And he just cried laughing. I would and said, laughing now go clean that fucking shit up. And he just... I would have also which I was, I was, which I was a pr- proud to clean up. I'm not proud; is not the right word. Proud. I was more than happy to clean up the mess that I caused. Uh, but that was—I don't even know if you count shitting yourself because I avoided it. But no, why did I, I shit on shit something yourself, else? Because you didn't shit where you intended. If that counts, though, yeah, you're right. That's that's. Yeah. Pretty, it was just a. It was a. The the missile launcher was uh, not calibrated, and it, it went off a little early. Scagger. Welcome to Sports Trebuchet, guys. Uh, Kyle wants to talk NBA draft. <laughs> speaking of shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah speaking right. of, I'm going to come back. <laughs> so, um, tonight, is the, tonight is Thursday, the 20th, yep. June. It is the NBA draft. Don't want to get too intense on it, but um, it's been a bit of a wild ride for the NBA, and this is the culmination before... Well, next, uh, in the coming weeks, we have free agency coming up. Um, so, there's a little bit of movement that happened last week uh, with the Lakers trading like three of their to- of their uh, first round picks in the next coming years. Josh Hart. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. Uh, Brandon Ingram and Lonzo Ball to the Pelicans for Anthony Davis. Because of that, the Pelicans now have... Pick one and pick four tonight. Um, the Grizzlies have number two. The Knicks have three. And five is to the uh, Cleveland Cavs. So I kind of wanted to go over the first couple players that I think are going to come off the board. And then some sleepers that I think are going to be on. Okay, cool. Uh, so first, I'm thinking, and it's, it's obvious, the, Pel- the Pelicans are going to draft Zion Williamson. Everybody's thinking he's a generational talent. He's eh, the kid's a freak. Right. Six 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 seven two eighty. Um, he gets I, LeBron James. I feel like because he, of his athleticism. He right? does. Oh, and the size a little bit because LeBron James is six nine two seventy. He's a big guy, but how big is Zion? Six seven two eighty. 
Goodness. Yeah, and he moves. He, he moves really well because he used to be a point guard when he didn't hit, hit his growth spurt. Yeah. Um, I think that people need to calm down on that a little bit. I think he's going to be fine. Um, but there's going to be some things that hold him back. First of all, he plays. He plays at a very fast pace, which I think is going to be good for him, especially with the way that the NBA is about attacking the basket. Right. He did get away with it a lot in college, where he would run into people kind of full force and just bully his way to the basket. That's not going to work in the NBA. He tries to do that against Draymond Green. He tries to do that against a bigger player. He tries to body up to somebody like a like a Boogie Cousins or something like that. He's going to get put on his ass. Do you think it could work for him drawing fouls, though? Which may be the intent. I don't, I don't think so. Watching the, watching the playoffs... Very little got called around the around the basket. It was more ticky tack shit that would get called around the yeah. basket than than real physical stuff, um, and that's why there was a lot of complaining that happened in the NBA Finals, like well, from the players. That's one reason that the NBA game doesn't really draw me to it. There's there's way more complaining than I than I like to see. But um, he, the other thing that's going to hurt him, I think, is that he's really not a good shooter. He's got a he's got an awkward release. He's got like Sean Marion awkward. I didn't watch. Really uh, it's it's not as low, but it's definitely kind of like a weird quick release. Yeah, a bit. It kind of shoots from his shoulder almost. Um, he's a lefty, which is always wheels off. Kind of watching that, but um, doesn't have a very good outside shot. Not a good foul shooter. In fact, this is probably the worst Duke shooting team I've seen in a long time. Um, I have one simple question. If everything stays the exact same, but the guy's first name was Mark, do you think he's where he's at right now? Or do you think that brand of Zion, which is a fucking power name, yeah. do you think that is influencing some of this? No, no, because I think that he is the best prospect in this draft. Really? Yeah, I think he is. I don't, I don't, I don't see this Prospect as a, being the key word. Yes. Not necessarily basketball. Yeah, I think that he's got the tools... To to be very good, he also needs to stay in his lanes a little bit. Like he does, and I know that the NBA game has has gone to the very much go to the basket or hit a three. Yeah, he needs to not try to shoot threes or improve his jump shot. He really right. does. It's it's easily the weakest part of his game. Um, and I mean, he, he's a freak athlete. We've seen the dunks. We've seen all that. Does if his name is Mark Williamson, he'd still have this freak. He, he was right. the number three recruit last year. He wasn't even the highest recruit on his team, but he had the ability to take over games because of his size. That size is not going to be as big of a. Det- it's not going to be as big of a determining factor in the uh, in the NBA just because there's going to be a bunch of people that are six eight, six nine, six ten that are two fifty, two sixty. That will be. I don't think that that uh, LeBron's gonna have a hard time with them. I think that he's yeah. gonna. I think that he's gonna give Zion fits when they play against each other. Is he is he an elite defensive talent at least, or is it? He's not bad. He can jump and he can and he can block shots. Uh, I don't think he's the best defender in the in the draft though. Moving on to the next guy. Um, so before you do, do you think Zion plays the whole first season, or does he get hurt? If his shoe doesn't blow out, I think he plays his whole season. <laughs> <laughs> God, I'd forgotten about that. Uh, I, I, he seems pretty durable, especially with the physical nature. Now, how long is his career? Yeah, that, that's another thing. He's very much a bull in a china shop. We'll see. 
We'll see about that. Are you going to cover Bull? Uh, that's you one, that, that's, I will. I will. Okay, good. Um, okay, good. So number two, uh, Memphis, they actually kind of paved the way for this yesterday. They traded Mike Conley to the Jazz, got some people in, because they're going to go all out, get number two, John ja Morant. And use him That's as the Murray trainer. State fellow, right? The Murray State guy. Super fast. He can attack the basket. Uh, he can take over games. And he showed it in college. I think that the one question that you have is a bit size. He only weighs 175. Uh, and 6'2", or 6'3". I mean, not super short, but... Tiny one. I want to see how he does with the NBA contact. Yeah. Also, does he? Uh, I mean, Murray State—they don't play the best competition. What does he do against that kind of competition? He took over at Murray State and was just an all-out, just an all-time player. I mean, in assists, points, he did everything. What's he going to do at this level? Do you feel like he's got a little Kimba in him? Kemba's a little bit bigger of a body player. I mean, in terms of their game, kind of um, being like a... If nothing else, do you feel maybe? like in Memphis he has a chance to be like Kemba in that he's the best player on a team that's not going to do anything? Maybe. I think that they need to really... I don't even really know what their team looks like anymore because yeah. they've, they've, kind of, they've kind of deconstructed a little bit. Um, I, I don't know if that's the best place for him. Yeah, it's a bummer. They're definitely definitely in a rebuilding phase, um, but I think he's going to be fine. I just want I want to see what he does consistently against really top notch competition. He played well in the NCAA tournament, you know, against good competition. So yeah. we'll see. Uh, number three, New York is probably going to draft R.J. Barrett, uh, the second guy from Duke, six seven, two ten. Uh, he's a scorer, something that New York desperately needs. Um, once again, Duke is one of the worst shooting Duke teams I've seen in a long time, so he really needs to improve his jump shot. Mm-hmm. Another lefty. Gross. <laughs> so weird. Uh, but he has a knack for going to the basket and making shots around it. Uh, not a bad mid- mid-range jump shot. Just not so great outside. Defensively, he might be a liability. I, it's... This is these are the first the first three are really the ones that are basically set in stone that you, you think these are where this is where yeah. you're going. Um, after that, it gets a little funky. There's uh, for the four and five. There's three guys I'm looking at. Um, one is uh, Darius Garland, the point guard out of Vanderbilt. Another smaller guy, six two, one seventy five. He was a freshman this past year. He uh, good distributor. Um, okay. I could see him. I, that's more of his lane right there. He, he can score, but he's way better of a distributor. So that's a nice, com- like a complimentary piece for somebody. Um, Jared so Culver, at four, where would he maybe go between four be, and if five? He went, if you went four, uh, which is going to New Orleans, he'd be going to New Orleans, um, which and feeding Zion potentially, and Brandon Ingram, yeah, and, you know, and, uh, and, Lonzo and not Ball. Lonzo Ball as he sits on the bench and Lavar cries about it. Um, is he the lad that was uh, on WWE? For a little bit? That's his younger brother. Okay. Yeah, there's three balls. It's unusual. Mm, yeah. Usually well, there's four. Like, usually, they only, usually they only allow one on the court at the same time, though. <laughs> I was going for a testicle joke. But mm. Yeah. Um, next, uh, another guy that you might recognize from Texas Tech, <laughs> Jared Culver. Yeah. He's going to be a top six player. Um, I think he's interesting. Just because I didn't see a ton of him in college, you know, I saw the you know the the, uh, the push towards the NCAA championship game, 
I think he's almost like he's a little bit of a developmental piece. Just played really well, but six six one ninety five. He's only a sophomore. Could it be a result of the system too? Could be. Yeah, it very well could be. Um, I think that he's a pretty good defender too, though. So that whole uh, team was. Good yeah, defender. so that, that that'll help him out. Uh, the other guy that I think could be up in this area, um, kid from Virginia, DeAndre Hunter, who I think is the best defender in the draft. Six seven, two twenty five. Kid can score. He's a lockdown defender. Um, I could see him going as high as four, and this mock draft has him fallen to seven. Uh, but he's going to be a top eight pick, eight pick. I think that, honestly, if I had to pick somebody out of this draft to have the best career, he might be the guy. Really? Yeah. Um, just because his defense is so so strong. So potential landing spots would be... New Orleans, New, Orleans. New Orleans, Cleveland, Phoenix, or Chicago. Yeah. Uh, no way he falls to Atlanta, probably. Uh, no, I don't think so. Um, if I was him, I'd want to go to Phoenix, probably. Um, they got DeAndre Ayton. They got uh, Devin Booker there, who's a proven scorer. Yeah. Um, I think that would be a perfect spot for him. Awesome. Um, as far as kind of sleepers to look at, one of them, Bull Bull. Bull Bull. What's his name? Bull Bull. B O L B O L. So name. Yeah, so his dad was in the NBA. R.I.P. Manute Bull. Uh, Manute was seven foot seven, seven eight, something like that. So his son Bull Bull is seven foot two, two hundred and ten pounds. He's skinny as shit. Um, he also he got hurt this past year. Um, That's him. Yeah. Yeah. He is very skinny. Yes, he got hurt this past year, but when he did play for Oregon. He lit the fuck out of Syracuse. Uh, kid can run the court. He's a defensive stopper because he's seven foot two. Right. Um, he can shoot from outside, which is terrifying. That's insane. Um, but he had nice move. He had nice movement uh, around the basket and going to the basket. Uh, the thing you have to worry about with him is a he's two hundred and ten pounds and he's going to be underneath the basket. He's going to get pushed around. B injuries. He's out for most of the season. And was that the yeah. first major injury? Was he a freshman? He's a freshman. And he got he hurt his leg. He's out for the entire season. Now people that tall, you know, coming back from injuries like that, it can be a little rough. And because it's, he's just got such a slight frame, but right. I do think that he could be a game changer going forward. Um, two other guys that I'm kind of looking at. Uh, they're both seniors, you know, and this is one thing with the NBA draft that you don't see with like the college or with the NFL draft, especially since, um, especially since the NFL has rules on how old you have to be to get into the draft. Yeah. You have to basically be a junior or a senior to get into the NFL draft. Okay. College, you only have to be one year out of high school. Hmm. So this, it's turned into more of a developmental draft where they draft, they put a lot of value on players that are sophomores and freshmen that come out. Because they have a lot of time to mold them into what they want, they're still growing. Right. Um, sophomores and or seniors and juniors don't get as much cachet. Which is also the problem with the college basketball always seems to fight, which is you don't have guys that necessarily stick around for four years. Yeah. So, like, ball ball being an example, if he plays all four years in Oregon, there's a chance he's healthy one of those years, and he might be able to get to a Final Four or a championship game. Mm-hmm. Zion Williamson might lead mm-hmm. Duke to three championships if he stays there for four. Right. Um, okay. But 
two guys I'm looking at. One, Cameron Johnson. He went to North Carolina. 6'8", 205, small forward. She kid shot 45% from three-point range this past year. Very good through, very good shooter. He's he's a pure shooter. Um, I think he's going to go early second round, and I think he's going to be a steal at that point. Um, he started out at Pittsburgh, actually, and then transferred into UNC. So another ACC team. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the other guy that I'm kind of looking at is a kid from Tennessee, Grant Williams. This is a two-time SEC Player of the Year. Looking like he's going to go anywhere from 25 to 40. 6'7", 240. He reminds me a little bit of Draymond Green without the defense. Um, is he going to fall that far because he was in the SEC? SEC was strong this year. SEC was very strong. Between Auburn and Tennessee and Kentucky and uh, Vanderbilt, you know, they, they had some good teams in that league. Um it's that, that that's not going to be a factor. I think the reason he's going to fall a little undersized for a power forward at six seven, but we are moving into a in the NBA is a positionless league. Yeah, um, he does need to improve his outside shooting game a little bit. But I mean, this is a guy that he found a way to score, and he won the SEC Player of the Year two years in a row. I think he's. I think he'd be if you can get him with like the thirtieth pick, thirty second pick. He is a steal. But yeah, that's that's my take on the NBA draft. Awesome. How many yeah. teams are in the NBA draft? Thirty. Thirty. So two rounds, so sixty picks. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yep. yeah, but I mean, their their teams each are like fifteen players per team and twelve active at any yeah. given time. Right. And usually those full twelve aren't playing. Gotcha. Yeah. It's a rotation of nine or ten, depending. Yeah. Okay. Um, that's awesome. Yeah, and our next episode, we're going to probably go over the NBA draft too, kind of see what you're talking about. Meet meet a touch tips there, as they'd Ooh. say. We got a few minutes left, or a lot of minutes left. Depends on how long you want to stay here. Sure, I'm holding them at gunpoint, so it's really just very weird. Thing. That's why Kyle was so shaky during his presentation. <laughs> Nervous. <laughs> Who's winning that USA women's game right now? Did y'all know? It's over. It's over. Yeah, it was two nil to oh, two. Huh? Yeah, Sweden are a good team though, from what I've read. Yeah, so. and they were already through both teams. Do y'all want to talk about sportsmanship? Yeah, we can do that. Sure. Why not? I would like y'all's opinion on the outrage of the U.S. women celebrating into their thirteenth goal. Okay. You want to go first? You're the you're the footy guy. I can go first. Okay. So I wasn't outraged by the idea of them celebrating the 13-goal against Thailand. That's their prerogative. They can do it however much they want. My only thought, honestly, on it, because I'm really not bothered about this Women's World Cup at all, I felt it came across rather tin-pot. Like, just rather like, just like... It isn't doing any favours for the sport on the world stage score 13 goals against a team that is supposed to be one of the top 24 teams in the world. That's sharing that stage. And I felt that if you're scoring 13 goals, now I'm not a fan of like, it's not sportsmanlike to score 13 goals. Now, you score as many goals as you want to score. Yeah, it's goal differential is a big part of this too. So It's not even just that. It's just like the entire... 
that I do feel that there's almost an entire American feeling of sportsmanship in games, like where they go like forty to ten up and they like take their foot off the gas and like they don't feel it's sporting, especially in like like lower leagues of like or like when you're younger and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like that just you don't have that at home. Like sportsmanship, like by scoring too many goals, like nah. Like the amount of times we beat teams like fifteen nil. Like in football at fourteen and fifteen, and just thought it was hilarious. Like we don't have that other side of like be nice to them, but that it just came across as rather small time for a cup that is the World Cup and supposed to be fought between twenty four of the best women's teams in the world. It came across anything but. My idea, as far so, I have no problem with them scoring thirteen goals. Do it. You Are know? we all good with them scoring thirteen yeah. goals? Especially in a in, in a competition where goal differential is a is a big part of it. Um, I think that you know, like you say, like a team goes up forty to ten, and like football, they take the foot off their gas. I think that's more of a let's get out of here kind of thing. Let's not extend this any longer than it really needs to. Um, in the last women's World Cup, Switzerland beat Ecuador ten to one. And Germany beat Ivory Coast ten to zero. Mm-hmm. So it's not unprecedented for no. a women's team to run up the score on another women's team. Yeah, that, right. I have no problem with that. I think that the general outrage and the, I, I do have kind of a problem with it. Once you get to that ninth, tenth, eleventh goal, you know, and you're doing coordinated celebrations out there it does come across as a little tacky and it's just like pick the ball up get it to this you, you've proved your point you know you right. don't you don't need to go you're also extending the game at that point by doing your celebration and sliding into the especially now now if it's if it's a player this is their first world cup goal yeah celebrate the fuck out of it but Alex Morgan scored her fourth goal of the game, fifth goal of the game, and they're all just going to town. It's just like they're acting like they won the whole tournament. Yeah, it's just like pick up the ball, get it to the ref, go back to and start the game up. Let's get out of here. So I think I think my first response was the everybody's a lot of people's takes of like act like you've been there before, right? Mm-hmm. Do the Emmett Smith running for the touchdown, just hand the ball to the ref and run back to the huddle, you know, or run back to the sidelines. I think that's where I, I started. And it's not because it's America, because I really don't care. Like you, I'm not really bothered about the Women's World Cup. But in, in high school football, maybe you had this in y'all's sport uh, experience in youth too. You finish the damn drill, right? Mm-hmm. You finish the fucking drill. I'm totally cool with them just dunking on whatever team, any team dunking on whatever team. I'd hope if Thailand scored one out of one against that 13, they'd celebrate like they won the fucking Super Bowl. Don't care. I would, the drill. I would be fine with that. Because when it comes down to it, if you don't fin- you know what? We finished We finished the drill on Normandy Beach. Oh, my God. We fin- <laughs> <laughs> if, if America didn't finish the drill, Josh would be speaking German right now. This is a really weird point. That we're going. I don't know where we're going. It's the dumbest take. I, I was just—I was making the dumbest take I heard. Honestly, I thought y'all enjoy it. No, I think I'm totally cool with it. And as far as where you've been from, the only exposure you get is once every four years. Mm-hmm. Fucking flex. I'm cool with it. If well, they win the finals, 
ten to zero, I hope they're just going batshit nuts every That's Even different. if you're scoring, even if you're scoring against a team of women that have day jobs and aren't good, and it's your twelfth goal of the game, like you think that celebrating like you've legitimately just won a fucking tournament is like okay. What? There's probably no statistical evidence that actually supports this. But if you let off the gas and you don't go full speed ahead, I feel like that's when mistakes and or injuries happen. I'm not saying go let off the gas. I'm just saying keep on pounding. Just keep going at them. What if it's routine? It's just a simple routine. It's like... uh, But it wasn't. That's the problem. Like, if it was just like a... Like, we've seen it, right? So, Brazil-Germany was the example I brought up. When Brazil got bashed by Germany 7-1 in their own country, after the Germans scored their fifth goal in a semi-final of a World Cup, and not all of those players in that German team get big TV time. Like, not all of them are Bayern Munich players and Manchester United players. Some of them play for Frankfurt, who get three appearances on TV. Leipzig. Some of those players on that German team probably get less TV time than Alex Morgan does. And they didn't celebrate scoring a goal after the fifth. They, they got the ball out of the net. They high-fived their guys on the way back to the center circle. They put the ball down on the center circle. The referee blew his whistle and off they went. Did you guys know... So that game happened on June 11th. Did you know what happened in May 2018? <sighs> I thought you were going to go... You know what happened on June 1944? Two, uh, <laughs> Hitler killed himself. And what that tells me is he finished the drill. Um, <laughs> Thailand was beginning their qualifiers for this World Cup. And they played... In Indo- May of... May of 18. Okay. And they played Indonesia. Okay. And they beat Indonesia 13-0. to zero. Yep. Okay. They also beat Cambodia 11-0. to zero. Yep. So I'm going to go ahead and say Thailand deserved it. <laughs> that's, that's all. That's my only argument. Once again, we're not arguing Thailand, the goals. Do you think that Thailand celebrated their 13th goal? Let me look at the film. I've got to find, if I can find breath. Thailand, Indonesia, women's friendly. In and like, I'm not even, the, whatever her name is, that lady who's supposed to be some US women's legend or whatever was like Everyone. going full on like nut job on Twitter. I don't think they should feel bad for it. I think they should just feel a little bit embarrassed that, like, they just... Like, it's not like a, you should be ashamed of yourself for, like, shaming Thailand. It's just like... It comes off tacky. Like, like, come on. Like, just... Yes, we get it. Especially since there was... It was 3-0 at half, and then... Ten more goals happened after the half, and at that Which point, is making me giggle anyway. Yeah, it's just it's, it's, <laughs> it's just, at that point you're just. It and I'm not saying take your foot off the gas. Score those thirteen. France goals. is the host, right? Yes. yes. If France drew Thailand in their first match, opening the World Cup, and they're hosting it, would it feel better if they were celebrating their thirteenth goal? Against? No, I don't care who you are. I really don't. If you're scoring, if you're scoring thirteen goals and you're celebrating your twelfth and thirteenth like it was your first and second, when you're in stoppage time. <laughs> well, when Kyle was thirteen uh, points ahead of me on the geography quiz, he was just dunking all over me. So I'd like you to maybe just yeah, but you're a dick. Eat your shoe. <laughs> Who says Thailand aren't dicks? How do you know? Is it Grace from Thailand? Let's get her in this podcast. So Ron is from Thailand. <laughs> I would probably guess that they weren't being dicks. Purely because it would be dunked up 13 nil. 
<laughs> Not a whole lot of ground to stand on. It you took your breath away. <laughs> yeah, it did. <laughs> All right, I think we can move on from that. Uh, do we have anything else? Do y'all want to? We can yeah. go through all the stuff of that. We can. Your call. Uh, I don't think we need to touch on the Nick Nurse story. No, we've beaten that. No, yeah. I think I think we should. Uh, we should do a pick 'em um, for the next English basketball league, though, and play fantasy <laughs> for the BLL. Yeah, is, for it, the BLL. Is, it, is it still a thing? It may be, um, <laughs> and if it's not, then we'll simulate it on a on a game, and we'll we'll make it happen. Okay. Um, yeah. I'll import them into the NBA 2K and see if they <laughs> see how baseball? they do. Yeah, yeah. If you want to touch the baseball, sure. sure. Uh, so we're getting to. Uh, Actually, getting closer to the All-Star break. It's going to be in a couple weeks. Jesus. Yeah, season's kind of moving along. So we're starting to get a better picture of what the playoffs could look like or who's who are the big players. So I kind of want to play a little game with you, Marty. Okay. Uh, Josh, if you want to play along. Wait, I'll play. Yeah, okay. Here's, here's what you can do, because I think you're going to ask the division leaders, right? Division leaders and so, who do you think the wild card teams are. So if you want to introduce the divisions purely by team name, so he'd have a guess. Okay. Uh, so Yeah, because I... So America FC. America BC baseball club. Oh, of course, yeah. So we're gonna start with the American League. Um, really, so in the American League, there's a clear line of who the best teams are, yeah. and there are a couple of real shit teams. Okay. Um, we're gonna start in the East. So there's three divisions in, in the American League. Uh, one one winner for each division, and then there's two wild cards. After How many that. teams are there in the division? Uh, five in each division. All right, sound. Okay. So in the American League East, we have the Baltimore Orioles. We have the Boston Red Sox, the New York Yankees, Tampa Bay Rays, and Toronto Blue Jays. In no particular order, you just I just, right? that was, uh, I think it was alphabetical. So we've got to pick the winner? Yeah. Pick who you think who's, who's in first place who's right Who's in now? first place right now? Uh, Tampa. Tampa? I'm going to go Yankees. Yankees? Yeah. Um, do you want me to go through the other divisions then we'll... If you want, so we're guessing the other wild cards. Yeah. So there's two wild cards. If they're present in that division, we guess the wild card. And you tell us if there's a wild card out of that division. Does that make sense? Um... Is there a wild card in the East? Yes. Currently? Okay. So Yankees I have is the best team. Okay. So it would be the second best team in the East. I'm okay. guessing as... The... Orioles... No, the Rays. I'll go the Rays. Okay. And I'm going to go the opposite way. I'm going to give the Yankees the second best team. Okay. Um, let's go to the Central. Okay. The Central has excuse me, uh, the Cleveland Indians, Chicago White Sox, Detroit Tigers, Kansas City Royals, and Minnesota Twins. Jesus, I have no fucking idea, honestly. Um, um, I'm going to go with the Royals. Okay. You would. Very on brand. Very on brand. I'm going to say uh, the White Sox for... And they don't have a wild card? No. All right, I'm going to say White Sox. Okay. Um, and the West, we have the Houston Astros, the Los Angeles Angels, Oakland Athletics, Seattle Mariners, and the Texas Rangers. Can you reread those, please? That's true. Houston Astros, Oakland Athletics, Los Angeles Angels, Seattle Mariners, Texas Rangers. Pretty sure I know this one, so I'm going to go ahead. You make your guess, actually. I'm going to go with the Angels. For okay. the lead, and in a wild card. 
And then for the wild card is the Mariners. And can I please say that the Oakland Athletics sounds not even a ba- not even a high school team. Like that sounds like something you would like it's have. Funny because their stadium is absolutely shit. It's <laughs> they sound they sound like their stadium. Sewage comes shit. up and shit from. The they world. always find a way to be good. Though. Uh, so I'm going to say Astros lead Rangers wild card. Okay. Uh, so. American League East is led by the New York Yankees right now at 46, 20, and 27. Damn it. Uh, the Central Division is led by the Minnesota Twins, who have the best record in the American League. Jeez. 20, uh, 48, and 25. Is Joe Maurer still doing things there? Or? Just got his net number retired. He's not even there. <laughs> they have... They, they signed some people. Um, Marwan Gonzalez, I think, is up there right now. Okay. Uh, but they, they're actually leading the American League in home runs. Jesus. Yeah, they've got power right now. Uh, the West is led by the Houston Astros. The two wildcard teams are the Tampa Bay Rays. And by a half game right now, the Boston Red Sox. You didn't say there was two wild cards. I said you that there was a wild card in the in the East. I didn't say, and I, and I never said that there was a wild card in the West. Oh, damn, you're right. He didn't. Um... They're a half game ahead of the Rangers. Yep. Mother. The Rangers won, won today to make it a half game. How can you be off a game, Ed? Uh, t- How does that Boston work? Red Sox are 41 and 35. Texas is 40 and 35. Texas has played one less game. So, record wise, they're, they're a half game. Oh. Well, they just have a game in hand. <laughs> that, <laughs> same this thing. This is a very good point that he's making, yeah. honestly. Yeah. I've never really. Because they ain't won anything yet. They're just. They're a game. They're one. Win, but they won't, they've not won as many. They've but they, they do it by they do it by like percentages. All right, they won. They won four. Okay, yeah, there it is. So they won forty out of seventy five. The other ones won forty one out of seventy six. Yeah, yeah. But how can you even give them an half? Because they ain't won one. They haven't won fifty percent of one. It comes out in the wash at the end. It, it is a there wash. Aren't any yeah. hands I mean, left. it must do. It's been around forever, right? Who am I to fucking question it? <laughs> no, it's honestly a very good question. It happens in every, American, fact, uh, in if, every American sport. They have half games. If the that's weird. I've never heard that in the NFL, and that's the only one I follow. But yeah, it'll definitely happen. There's only like sixteen but games. So if they haven't played the same amount of games, yeah, it's like the Monday it. night game before they play, someone or somebody's had a bye week, and, no, and the other team hasn't yet. See, I've never, I've always just, I've been around preaching people, yeah, we've got a game in hand, though. They must think we're, I'm talking absolute thing. bollocks. <laughs> it's the same thing, it's just not putting it in a number. So, if the Juice and the Number guys are listening, please do an episode on why we do half games. Please I, do. I still I don't understand do it. it, and you're a statistics podcast. <laughs> please. All right, let's go to the National League. Okay. Uh, same setup, three divisions, two wild cards. Um, National League East. We have the Atlanta Braves, the Miami. Can you name how many wild cards are in each division this time? Please. <laughs> please. Oh, we gotta figure that out. Oh boy. Oh, okay. Um, are they all in the same division? No, like no. There's a mass test that I passed it. No, no there's, there's one that's in there, then there's a tie for the second wild card. So. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Alright, let's just pick the, pick the one alphabetically that's on top of the tie. <laughs> Okay. I'm just going to pick all the ones beginning with A. <laughs> I'm going to get at least one. So, <laughs> National League East. you got the Atlanta Braves, the Miami Marlins, uh, New York Mets, Philadelphia Phillies, and Washington Nationals. No wild card. So I'm going to say... No. No one. I'm going to say card. the Phillies. I'm going to say the Braves. Okay. Um, 
Central does have a wild card. Okay. We have the Chicago Cubs, Cincinnati Reds, uh, the Pittsburgh Pirates, Milwaukee Brewers, and St. Louis Cardinals. Uh, Brewers. Cubs. And then I'm going to say... Then you said they don't have a wild card? They, they do. have a wild well, they card. Do. So I'm going to say lead. What did I just say? You said the Brewers. Brewers. And then... Ooh. Wild card the Cubs. Can you reread them? Yes. I don't want to pick the Brewers out of principle. <laughs> okay. Uh, Chicago Cubs, Cincinnati Reds, St. Louis Cardinals, Pittsburgh Pirates, Milwaukee Brewers. I'll take the Cardinals. Okay. As the wild card balance. They're balance. Um, they really are. That's the most bang on guess we've ever had. The West. Wild card. So we've got the. Arizona Diamondbacks, the Colorado Rockies, San Diego Padres, San Francisco Giants, Los Angeles Dodgers. And there's a wild card. There's a wild card in there. Uh, I'm going to say Dodgers with the lead, Padres with the wild card. Okay. What was the rep? Can you read them again? Yeah. Just fucking listen. That's the name of this segment. The name of this segment is "Can You Read Them Again?" <laughs> Arizona Diamondbacks, Colorado Rockies, Los Angeles. The Rockies top. Okay. And the Diamondbacks for Jack second. Okay. Uh, so here's what happens. East, led by the Atlanta Braves. So you're right. Yes, boys. Uh, Forty-four thirty-one. Fuck. Too easy. Um. Okay. <laughs> Learn to make Central. Uh, the lead, Chicago Cubs. Mate, at, uh, yes, boys. Thirty-three in second, and then one of the wild cards is the Milwaukee Brewers at forty and thirty-four. So they're a half game out. So That's I had my pick game. swapped. Yeah. Um, and then in the West, best record in baseball, the Los Angeles Dodgers, hey. fifty and twenty-five. And then, so here's where the controversy is. Uh, there was, if you maybe a a uh, wild card in the East, but we wanted to go by by. Uh, Alphabetical. Alphabetical order. So I gave it to the Rockies in the West at yes. 39 and 34. The other 39 and 34 team is the Philadelphia Phillies. Now the West is actually a giant clusterfuck too because Colorado's at 39 and 34, Padres 38 37, Arizona 38 and 37. What a mess. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And none of them will end up making the wild card because they're going to just keep Because the Phillies are going to take it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's a fun little reindeer game. So there we go. That's wild. Yeah. I, I guess it's not a surprise when you have like Dodgers Cubs Braves. I feel like it's a surprise because they fell. Braves off. are good last year. They've got a lot of young talent. Was it three or four years ago that they were still yeah. really struggling? Okay. Yeah, they've got a lot of young talent. They got one of the best young players, well, Ronald moved, Acuna Jr. Moved right out of uh, moved out of Atlanta. Sure. Um, who do you think has the worst record in baseball? The Boston Red Sox. I wish I only um, did that for you. Thanks. Blue Jays. You're voting the, the right division. The athletics. The Orioles? It's the Orioles. Mate, you picked them to be good. Yeah, Joker. 21 and 53. They're shit this year. Would you imagine? 9 and fans? 28 at home. Why would you even turn up? That's the problem with baseball. It goes so long. Your season's over. You're an embarrassment to the nation. It's funny because I think we talked up. about this before and then playing 160 games. And we used the Orioles as an example because the other year, one of the years recently that they had... Do you want to hear something wild? We're like the Drake curse for the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so, so to give you an idea of where we are right now, the, the best run differential in the league is the Dodgers. They have 126-plus uh, run differential. So Jesus. They've got 391 
um, runs scored, 265 runs against. Um, the Yankees are at 89, so 400 runs scored, 311 against. The Orioles have the worst run differential. 291 runs scored, 462 against for a 171 minus run differential. Hold on, they had 462 scored against them. Yes. Is that really bad? It's terrible. Okay. Uh, How many games have they played? 70? Uh, They have played 74. So they've allowed six (laughs) runs a game on average. Yeah. Which... What's a football equivalent of that? American football equivalent of that? You can um, give me any sports equivalent. I'll probably understand it. Those is a squeak ball. That's allowing 28. Mm, yeah, I feel confident saying that. That's <coughs> yeah. allowing 28 in football. Dang. Yeah. Like on average. Every game. Yeah. yeah. Jesus Christ. They've lost their last eight games. They're in a one and nine streak for the last ten. They've won at home. They're nine and 28 this year. Let let this podcast be known as. The podcast that hates the Orioles the most and laughs and laughs at their failure. I'm 100 percent behind their failure. Cool, excellent, uh, guys. Thank you for tuning in. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa! I'm so sorry. Oh, oh God! Jump the gun. No he doubt. Just like that it. Toronto parade. You said uh, quick hits. Whatever else you want to add. There you go. And you didn't ask us what we wanted to add. What did you want to add? Wrestling. Yes. Ooh, yes. Boys. So I've got a fun theoretical question for you. This is partly to pop. Marty, and just a question as well. So, if it's CM Punk at fucking <laughs> Chicago All Elite Wrestling, I'm going to shoot myself. It is All Elite Wrestling in Chicago, but it's nothing to do with CM Punk. Okay. This week, MC Punk. He's <laughs> now known as PM Kunk. Philip Brooks. <laughs> um, this week, AEW sold out their new pay per view. What the hell is it called? Which one? The, the All Out? Fight or? No, not Fighter Fest. The one that All Out. Is all that what it is? All Out? Yep. The newest one in Chicago that's actually happening as pay-per-view. Yeah, they're, like still doing the the, they're still doing the gambling bit. So they're doing All Out before yes. they go like... It's like their... It's like the go-home show to their TV. Mm-hmm. They run out of shit and just say Yahtzee as well. Sorry. AEW Snakes and Ladders. <laughs> So, their queuing system um, was really interesting. So, there's been a couple of places where I've bought tickets for gigs that did this, and there's other places like Ticketmaster that just, like, put you in and get them. But they had had a virtual queue, right? I'm sure you're familiar with, like, the virtual line where you're, like... Or even if you're waiting for, like, customer service, it's, like, you're number 55 in the queue. Mm -hmm. They had just over 70,000 people in the queue for the tickets for AEW. So, and I hearing this made me think about it a little bit further, and I have a question for you. So, most people going to an event are probably going to buy two tickets, right? Generally, if you're going to go to an event, there's very rarely people going alone. Yeah. So, theoretically, there's 140,000 people wanting tickets. Now, bear in mind, I'm reckoning probably 50% of those are bots trying to get more tickets for scalping. How much do you think are duplicates? Shout out. You and me both being on the queue at the same time. <laughs> um, what do you mean? If you and me were buying tickets and you and me both got in the queue at the same time to see if you get I would first. say 50% of them are bots or dupes. Okay. I think that's fair to say. So so 35,000-ish in a virtual queue as a party. 35,000 parties. We don't know how many of those 35,000-ish were looking to buy. 
So, given what you've heard and how fast it sold out, sorry, I'm 15 minutes, what's the biggest stadium next month you think that AEW could fill? In America. Just capacity-wise. So they did 18,000 for All In. Is that what the Chicago one is? Yeah, because I think that was the limit that Meltzer had set. Um, And then... At the MGM, it was less than that because it's a smaller venue. Because it's Vegas, yeah. How many are in the Chicago? Uh, the Chicago? It was the same as All In. It's the same arena. Okay, so it's 18,000, so 20,000. Right. Yeah. And how many people were in line? Is it 70,000? 70,000. Like I was saying, you've obviously got to account for bots and as my would say, I didn't even think about that, but like bots and dupes. So a lot of people aren't smart enough to make the bots, but there's a lot of people who will be duping it. Right. So if you take away a full 50%, because I really wouldn't be surprised if it was that many. It's more like 35 grand. 35,000 people so trying to buy tickets. I think you could balance, because on one hand for me, the thing that's the least appealing about WrestleMania is that for an affordable seat for me is so fucking far away, I feel like there's no point in being there. Fair. So the bigger the arena or the, the stadium gets... I feel like those fringes are more or less likely to be 50-50 on whether they'd go. Agreed. It's a fat play. I think they can go... I think they could... Talking about pure sellout? You want to be a great cop for this? Fucking Carrier Dome in Syracuse. WrestleMania 1 had how many people? I can find out for you. How much does the... Was the... Carrier Dome? Yeah. Holds about 50 grand. Okay. So if you're, and you have a little, very little marked off. So like you, you'd be able to do so floor you, is the so floor, you, right? Yeah. Now, if you cut it, cut it in half like they do for basketball, mm-hmm. and so you could have like a backstage area uh, that holds about they they put thirty four, thirty five in there for ba- for basketball games. Um, so WrestleMania one was at the Garden, so like it's probably not a good idea to compare it. Yeah, because that, that was nineteen thousand. But it is Madison Square Garden where their capacity is 19,000. <laughs> so, like. You know what? I you think, can sell it out. I don't, think, I don't think they could. You think they could sell out the garden? Easily. Next month? Yeah, yeah, 100%. I agree with you. I'm just wondering what you were thinking. I think you have to get away from basketball stadiums at that point. Uh, basketball or hockey stadiums, if you want to. If you're trying to push it up further, you're looking at lower the dome or like a lower level college stadium. What about the Alamo Dome? Well, I was thinking domes over here. Like, because I was thinking back home and where it could go. And I was thinking, like, would it sell out the Millennium Dome? Or the O2 Arena is what it's called now. Yeah. And I haven't even looked at what that capacity is. But I was thinking and thinking of what's like it over here. And I was thinking of sport domes. And I was thinking that would be... I'm going to put two qualifiers on this. If they're booking the show as they booked it recently I think they can hit 30,000 if they limited it to only AEW talent 20,000 25,000 max because right now they have the benefit of being kind of a super a super a super indie show and that you get to have a taste of Japan a taste of China a taste of Mexico. Can I cut in real quick? Yeah, a taste of Italy. With some sports trebuchet breaking news. Am I? Have you, is the NBA draft on right now? No, hasn't started yet. Starts. Can I spoil something for you? The first pick. 
the Pelicans have traded the number four pick to Atlanta and will end up with three first rounders. They're going to have eight and ten now. Nice. Holy shit. That's smart for depth. I saw that that was going to that they were that they were looking at doing that. I think that the Hornets, not the Hornets, the uh, Pelicans might go and get Hunter now with that fourth pick. Yeah. So I think oh, wait, no, the fourth pick. Atlanta would now get would now go for they're going for DeAndre Hunter. Atlanta. Yeah. Yeah. That's the defensive guy, right? That's the kid from Virginia, the six seven kid. So my answer going back to the yes. wrestling. Right? Sorry. No, that's actually. I just I saw goodness. it and I know that it would be Kyle. Um. So uh, the. <laughs> The fervor for them right now, they can do no wrong. I think they could go 30000 Okay. Um, as soon as TV starts and as soon – if those shows are limited to AEW only, I think they struggle to get twenty five. So here's my next question, and I didn't even know I had this one. How high do you think TakeOver can go? I think it would Less. I'm even impressed with my own question. Because it's a good one. God, it's <laughs> tough. Because it's also a super indie show at this point. It is. I think it would count to be like an 18,000, 19,000. I think they could do that. Tied to nothing else? Standalone NXT? Like there's an not NXT, another show in, on the weekend? An NXT takeover. Let's wherever. put it in Chicago. Let's put it in Chicago, yeah. But pretend, but pretend Chicago's All-State Arena or whatever it's called has whatever capacity you want it to yeah. have. I think they sell out as is for capacity. I think. Motherfucker, that's a tough one. I think they, pro- they would struggle to do 25,000. You think? Yeah, but I think they could ace 17, 18,000. I think, personally, I think AEW probably hits the 30,000 mark. If they wanted to sell all out into any capacity they wanted to, I mm-hmm. think they could hit 30. I think a takeover. I reckon could do a slightly more than that. You think? I do. I think they could hit the thirty. I'm just trying to think of like, there's definitely more people that see or have access to NXT. And because it would be WWE's NXT, you're going to have a lot of, for lack of a better term, casuals or families that may be willing to do it. Because it's a wrestling show. It's WWE. There's still a branded name. If NXT was severed from WWE right now, but had a similar TV deal... And that it only had online distribution, it doesn't beat AEW. But or at worst, it's a it's the same as AEW, in my but, opinion. I mean, I think that AEW needs to be targeted NXT as its as its rival. I think so, so to too. And and I'm also here for uh, NXT getting so big that we have an AEW invasion in NXT once they end up getting bought out. And uh, I'll die for it. Oh, that'd be too. wonderful. It'd be so cool. Just give Trips control of both. I think Trips and Cody are in fucking hoots, man. Yeah, I wouldn't be at all surprised to find that Cody and Triple H had a conversation. Or at worst, you're Just trying to ones. actively not step on each other's toes. Yeah. No, I think that Triple H has no problem with AEW yeah, either. I think he wants the competition. Mm-hmm. I think it's Vince that doesn't want anything to do with yeah. it. Yeah, because up to this point, Triple H taking over would have no competition, so he gets to. Try to bury someone else, which we all know. <laughs> <laughs> he gets to get the shovel back out. Awesome. That was a good question. I'm, glad we, I'm glad we didn't end the show. Oh, also, uh, yeah, Alamo Dome, bad idea, 72,000. That's. Yeah, they ain't, I don't think either of those shows are selling out 72,000. NXT AEW Super Show. That was going to be. You fucking stole my question. I was going to say, do you reckon that uh, an AEW X NXT could do that? They might do 70. I think they could. I think so. And just build it. 
If they market it right, ooh, yeah. boy, they could do 75,000, I reckon. But AEW, I think they the way that the Carrier Dome gets set up for certain events like that, I think they could do it. It holds 49.25. Yeah, it's tricky because so. like New Japan struggles to sell tickets here, despite it being so big, without partnering with somebody. New Japan and California, like their market didn't sell out like 11,000. But if you believe that, if you believe that AEW buy rate on cable on pay per view, who who said that there was seventy five thousand in the queue? Where's that report coming from? The seventy five thousand in the virtual mm-hmm. queue. There's screenshots of it from people who were in gotcha. that queue. So like it was, a, yeah, it wasn't like. I'm pretty sure it wasn't melts. It's not as dodgy. Because he's in the, the fucking bag. It's not as dodgy as the melts are like buy pay per view buy shit. Like yeah. this is just. Like, when you go into a queue, you see what number you are out of what number. Right. Like, it was just, it was, uh, and that was at its peak. It was just That's over 70,000. That's fucking wild. But good for them, man. We'll see if the TV, the TV is only going to let it down for a little bit, at least, because that's just natural. But I'd be interested in a year to see where it stands. Yeah. I'd be interested to see, in a year's time... Who had the bigger crowd? Any AEW live show versus any XFL game? The biggest audience. If we look at AAF, how many was the biggest capacity there? Wasn't the 30, 40, 20, 23 might have been the highest. I think it was the same. I it was 30. No, Alamo Dome. Alamo Dome put like 30 something in there. Yeah, I think they 34 did. 34 or something like that. Because like, they dwarfed all the other... All the other yeah, places. by a lot. It's the same place I was talking about. The Alamo Dome. Right. Yeah. That's an excellent episode, guys. That's fun. Thank you. Uh, guys, thanks for listening to the um, poop stories, the vegetables, the sports talk sprinkled in, not unlike corn, in said poop. I tied that together. Oh, nice. Uh, tied it off, actually. Uh, two weeks from now is yeah. I wish I could have back then. Uh, God, sprinting, sweating, Marty. Uh, two weeks from now is Fourth of July. We're going to do an episode the day before, so I'll have a little bit of a, a, a release beforehand. I think we'll have Mass to end to talk NBA draft, NHL draft, anything else. Uh, thank you again, and hit that subscribe button, y'all. Bye.